Hello everyone, welcome to the Zot Arts Podcast, the place where we invite UCI alumni and pharmacy to share their inspiring stories in their road to success. Today's episode is brought to you by Pre-Pharmacy Society at UCI and Anteaters and Pharmacy Alumni Association, and I'm your host, Brian Kwok. Without further ado, let today's episode begin. Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of Season 1 of the Zot Rx Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Kwok. Today, we have Dr. Tu Tran, currently a pharmacy manager at Memorial Care Long Beach Medical Center. Tu, who has graduated from UCI in 2009 and got his PharmD at Midwestern University, focuses his practice on acute care and pharmacy operations. Please welcome Tu to the podcast. Tu, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit more? Sure. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for having me. My name is Tu, like uh, Ryan said. Um, I graduated UC Irvine with a bio-sci uh, major uh, with a BS in bio-sci in 2009 with also a minor in history. Then after that, I uh, attended Midwestern University um, in Glendale, Arizona, attained my PharmD there. It was a three-year program. And then after my PharmD, I went back to California and completed my PGY-1 pharmacy practice residency at Huntington Memorial Hospital in Pasadena, California. Then went on to complete a PGY-2 in pharmacy administration at uh, Memorial Care Long Beach Medical Center, where I currently practice. After my two years of residency, I stayed on and practiced as a clinical pharmacist for about a year and a half and then took a supervisory role at our institution here as a, our clean room supervisor, um, you know, specializing in USP 797, USP 795, and USP 800. And then most recently in April of this year, I was promoted to a pharmacy manager focusing in uh, also pharmacy operations, pharmacy automation, and uh, narcotic oversight of our institution. So that's what, where I'm currently at right now. Thank you, too, for being our guest on this episode. So without further ado, let's start off with some questions on your early life. So, Tu, would you like to describe a little bit of your life before UCI? (laughs) Good question. It's a long time ago. Um, But uh, before that, I was born and raised in uh, Rosemead, California, uh, near Pasadena. Uh, So grew up here. Went to uh, Bosco Tech in Rosemead as well. Um, never had an interest in pharmacy, you know, throughout high school because, you know, it was uh, the high school I went to was more of a, a technical school. Um, but I was exposed through pharmacy actually through uh, my pharmacy, uh, my, my actually family members, um, both my aunt and my uncle were both pharmacists. Um, at that time, both practicing in the acute care uh, kind of uh, realm. And uh, it wasn't until I actually got to UC Irvine um, that I decided to kind of um, pursue um, kind of, you know, the profession a little bit more in detail. So, yeah, you know, my, my life before before UC Irvine was pretty standard, you know, grew up in, in you know, San Gabriel Valley um, and, you know, wanted to go to a four year college and and, you know, left the door open, you know, in terms of what I wanted to do prior to my life at UC Irvine. So 
would um, maybe you talked about your uncle and aunt being like they are pharmacists, maybe possibly being an inspiring figure. Is there any like characteristics or things that they do that really inspire you into following the field? You know, personally for me, I think uh, one, you know, what inspired me, you know, with them, especially my uncle was that he was an acute care pharmacist, um, you know, throughout his life. Um, and, you know, that, that part of pharmacy was very new to me at that time. I didn't know anything about hospital pharmacy. Um, you know, I think typically most people know pharmacists as, you know, the, the person, you know, at CVS, you know, the person at Walgreens, um, and, and I never, you know, I never understood that aspect of hospital pharmacy. So that intrigued me. Um, and, you know, the characteristics that, you know, that my uncle had was that he was very hardworking. He was very motivated. He was working three different jobs, um, you know, while, while, while I knew him. Um, you know, when, when I say while I knew him is he actually, he actually passed away almost like 10 years ago. Um, and uh, he inspired me to actually go into hospital pharmacy and trying to kind of see what that side of pharmacy had to had had to offer. And so certainly the the, the one of the most important characteristics that I found of him was that he was very hardworking, and and that's something that I kind of attribute to um, what I do right now. Well, yeah, that's very interesting because I found it personally relatable because. I have a lot of, so my uncle was also a pharmacist, one of my uncles, and now like a lot of mm -hmm. my cousins are trying to pursue in a, a career in pharmacy too. So yeah, that's yeah. my personal situation. So we can move on to a little bit about your UCI experience. Um, so when you came mm -hmm. to UCI, was your original path pre-farm or how did you find that or out that it may not be right for you if it's not pre-farm? Good question. Uh, do you want the uh, political answer or do you want the truth? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, 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 the truth is that pharmacy was never on my radar, period. Um, when I reached UC Irvine, uh, it was, it was an afterthought. Um, I, I, the reason why I, I say that is because my aunt also is a pharmacist. Um, and, uh, we are, we're very close with her and, uh, and, uh, you know, and that was something that my parents wanted me to do was to do pharmacy, which, you know, being, I'll be honest, being an Asian, you know, kid growing up in that Asian household, you know, at that age, you know, you try to be rebellious and not do what your parents tell you to do. And so I was like, no, I don't want to do pharmacy. It's nothing I want to do. I want to be pre-med. So I came into UC Irvine uh, pre-med and, uh, you know, so I'll be honest with you. I struggled my first year at UC Irvine. Um, it was a big transition for me from high school into uh, college. It was the independence and being able to have to be self-sufficient and take the initiative to study and all that versus like the structure in high school was very difficult for me. So I'll be honest, my, my grades were, you know, weren't the worst, they weren't the best um, for a pre-med uh, major. So, you know, fast forward about a year into my UC Irvine, um, you know, I, I knew my grades were struggling and, and I knew that, you know, I may not have the grades to get into that kind of medical school right away. So I kind of pivoted and looked into, you know, opportunities for pharmacy, given all my kind of connections that I had and, and being able to, you know, you know, volunteer, you know, at a local hospital and, and, you know, working with both my aunt and my uncle, you know, being able to pivot 
and say, okay, maybe pre-med is not the thing for me. Maybe I should look into actually pharmacy. And that's where I pivoted about one year into um, UC Irvine. And I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, it's probably one of the best decisions of my career. So. Yeah, because like I do like in farm side for our um at UCI, like I, I heard a lot of my fellow peers are talking like, you know, they came into UCI like, oh, pre-med is my road. And then somehow like and then a lot of them just came and like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go pre farm. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. That's that's honestly that's honestly how how it it is because given the fact that you know, pre-med is difficult in itself. Not to say pre-farm is not difficult, it is as well. But I think, you know, for, for me, medicine was just an added layer of of, of stress that, you know, that I, I didn't really want, you know, being able to, you know, and, and you got you got to understand, you got to look at lifestyle as well, you know, over the course of your next 20, 30 years as a practitioner, right? you know, not to say anything about, about being a physician, but your first like five, 10 years being a physician, you know, it, it will, it will be rough depending on what specialty you go into while being a pharmacist, you know, it's a lot cleaner, you know, you're dealing, you know, there's a lot of different avenues people haven't, you know, talked about yet, like hospital pharmacy, um, you know, nuclear pharmacy, you know, industry. Uh, so there's like so many different things you can do with your pharmacy degree and not just like um, your traditional pharmacist that you everyone thinks about. So so I'm, I'm I'm totally I'm totally glad that I pivoted because, you know, now, you know, given given the opportunity, you know, seeing what you know pharmacy has to offer, there's there's a wide range of things I can do, you know, you know, if I decide hospital isn't the thing for me anymore. So did you have any particular like UCI experience that further ensures you're in the right way? Like, do you participate like maybe in some works or you, you have like a specific professor that really like told you that, oh, or a counselor that really told you to think about your way, like when you're going to pre-farm? Honestly, that's a good question. Um, I, I, I honestly don't, you know, I think the, the experiences at UC Irvine that actually transformed, you know, me into to what I wanted to do and, and the person that I'm at now was actually uh, my aunt and uncle. Um, that's no one particular at UC Irvine, um, I would say. Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest, like back in the day when I started in 2005 at UC Irvine, there was no farm side. Um, you know, Dr. Jafari actually just barely started her farm side class. Um, and I, I, I was lucky enough to be enrolled in that class, but I was like one or I was like, probably it was like the first couple of classes she ever taught in farmside. So farmside was very small back in the day. So it was a lot of me figuring things out on my own and, and being able to, you know, volunteer at a local hospital, seeing the pharmacy, shadowing pharmacists, you know, doing research with uh, my aunt that I knew and, and kind of shadowing my uncle and seeing that side of things. So not one particular experience or counselor or anything that kind of shaped my experience there and, and kind of made me pivot to pharmacy. I think it was a lot of kind of being self-motivated to kind of pursue that profession and kind of grabbing it by the horns and saying, this is what I wanted to do. So now we can move on to your pharmacy school and post-grad experience. So sure. how does it feel like leaving California to go to a pharmacy school in another, another state? Like what was special about the program that attracted you to leave California? Uh, very good question. I'll be honest. I didn't want to leave California. Um, you know, my my goal was always to get into 
I'm the University of California of San Francisco, top school in the nation uh, for pharmacy. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll give you my honest answer is that I, I got into Midwestern and I, I you know, I, I knew that I had an opportunity to go there, but my eyes were set on UCSF. So I went to the interview at UCSF and lo and behold, you know, my experience was probably not as good as some of the people who got in. So I had a bad experience during the interview. I wouldn't say I did terribly in the interview, but I, I, I didn't do my best. And, you know, and I, I got, you know, I got waitlisted at UC San Francisco and I was very disappointed, but, you know, there was a backup plan at Midwestern. So to leave California to go to Midwestern was probably one of the hardest decisions of my life um, because I've never, you know, certainly living in, at UC Irvine was different because you are, you're able to go home like on the weekends or whatever, but moving to another state, you know, you don't have that luxury where, um, you know, you don't have that luxury where you know, you can come home to your family or whatever. So basically picking up your, your life and moving six hours away was, was, was truly difficult. But one thing that was great about Midwestern was that it was a three-year program. I knew that I would be done in a heartbeat. And, uh, I, and I knew that my goal was always to get back to California at some point. So when I started Midwestern, you know, I made it a mission to myself that I wanted to do acute care. And I wanted to get back to California to do, to do a PGY1 residency. So I set my, my eyes on day one. Um, that was my goal. And, you know, I tailored my experience at Midwestern so that I could attain that goal. So I partnered with a lot of acute care pharmacists uh, and faculty members there doing all research projects, uh, kind of being their mentee, essentially, at that point, and, and, and learning whatever I could to make myself more competitive to be a, a candidate for a residency when I came back to California. And, you know, certainly, you know, there's there nothing unique about Midwestern, uh, per se, um, you know, nothing unique, you know, curriculum is the same for pharmacy, you know, no matter where you go, it's all credited by ACCP. Um, so it's just a matter of, you know, what you as the person, what is your career path? What is your career goal? And kind of making the most of your experiences wherever you go. Okay. So uh, as you have said that, like you want to, you came back to California to do your PGY1s mm -hmm. and PGY2. So did you have any memorable experience during your, um, like those post-grad years? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think the, my postgraduate year, especially my first year, my PGY1 in the general clinical practice, that was the year where I learned so much about clinical pharmacy. I think it was probably exponential in terms of what I've learned. Um, so, you know, you, you learn a lot of things during school, your didactic career, which is good. Then you learn more by putting it into practice when you go on to your appies. But when you become a resident, you're, you're like a full-fledged pharmacist. So the experiences you get during your residency is second to none. So I think that was probably one of the most important years in my career is because I, I learned so much about not only myself, but I learned so much clinically. I developed a lot of my clinical skills during my residencies. And, uh, you know, I think it, it was probably the best decision of my life um, in terms of doing, you know, my PGY1 as well as my PGY2. My PGY2 is different, right? My PGY2 was in kind of pharmacy administration. And that actually, that residency taught a lot about 
to me about myself as a leader and what I see, uh, you know, who I see myself, you know, who I model myself as a, as a leader right now is, is what I learned during my PGY2 and being able to develop my kind of public speaking skills, being able to develop my um, leadership skills and style, being able to kind of being able to manage a project, working with different disciplines from nursing, physicians, RTs, um, you know, so I would say, you know, the, you know, the, those postgraduate years were probably the two most important years in my career. Um, you know, of course, the school is important because you need your degree, right? But second to that, you know, those two years were the most important years of my career up until this point right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we can move on to uh, about your employment. So. Can you briefly talk about like what you currently do at uh, your local Carmelia Hospital? Sure, yeah. So I am the current pharmacy manager at Memorial Care Long Beach Medical Center. Um, we, you know, my, my role in particular is uh, pharmacy operations. So I oversee the operations of our central pharmacy. Um, so in our central pharmacy, we dispense almost like thousands of doses a day. Um, I'm in charge of, you know, a bunch of the technicians. I'm in charge of our clean room. Uh, I'm in charge of ordering, buying new drugs into the hospital. I'm also in charge of um, the narcotic oversight, um, you know, given that, you know, the opioid crisis right now, you know, being stewards of, you know, our narcotics that we dispense to our patients. Uh, so I oversee that program. And also I oversee the pharmacy operations. Uh, automation, sorry, um, within our pharmacy. So we have a robot, we have a, uh, what we call a med carousel, we have a, a packager, um, we have, um, you know, AccuDose machines, you know, being able to kind of, you know, work with this pharmacy automation to kind of optimize our efficiencies so that we can, you know, bring the best patient care possible to our patients. Um, not only that is, you know, I also, you know, teach a lot. Um, we take a lot of students throughout our facility. So I'm one of the uh, AFI site coordinators. So I coordinate a lot of the rotations for our school of pharmacies that we partner with. Um, you know, we partner with UC San Diego, UC San Francisco, University of Southern California, Western, um, Chapman University, and hopefully soon UC Irvine School of Pharmacy. So, so I, I, you know, my role is kind of I have I wear multiple hats kind of currently, but you know my expertise is in pharmacy operations and I also oversee the clean room um, you know which is heavily regulated now in the state of California. Yeah so looking back at your pharmacy route did you have anything you wish you learned you know before working in the field? Hmm that's a tough question. <laughs> um, what I wish I've known. Um, I think I wish I would have you know, I wish I would have developed more relationships, you know, when I was, you know, younger in terms of getting to know more people in the profession. I think that that's important in pharmacy. Um, I think for, especially for, for you guys, you know, pre-farm is being able to develop a lot, you know, if you're, if this is the, the pathway you want, develop the relationships with, you know, pharmacists, you know, develop the relationships with professors in, in, in the schools of pharmacy. The reason why I say that is because pharmacy is a very small world. Uh, it's a very small field. Everyone knows someone. So everyone will know about you if you're going to go into that profession. So, so having that relationship, having that good reputation, I think 
well, we, I wish I would have known that in the beginning because, you know, I'll be honest, being a young clinician, sometimes, you know, you, you know, you're, you're very motivated, you're very headstrong, you're very stubborn in your ways. And, you know, I personally might have rubbed a few people the wrong way in the beginning. So I've learned that the hard way. So, you know, my advice, to, you know, would be to develop, cultivate that relationship and make sure that you have a good reputation. Wow. Uh, I mean, that kind of connects to like what we have next, which is about like any advice for our audience. So as we're mm-hmm. coming into an end for this podcast, like, do you have any maybe additional advice or any final remarks for our audience? I would say, you know, if you guys are interested in pharmacy, you guys have a great support system at UC Irvine now, given that the Pre-Pharmacy Society, PharmSci major, School of Pharmacy opening up, make sure you connect with those people make sure you can connect with the professors connect with the you know alumni like myself uh, connect with people in and eaters with pharmacy you know we've been there we've done that we're here to help and guide you so you know connect with these people so that they can guide you in the right path uh, other advices for you is keep your grades up <laughs> Very important, right? Uh, Make sure that your grades, you know, doesn't falter because you're doing like a hundred different extracurricular activities. You need to make sure that you're studious, uh, you're motivated. uh, And then, but at the same time, you need to make sure you gain the experiences, you know, to show that you are interested in the profession. So volunteering, doing clinical research, you know, doing bench work as well, you know, doing, being involved is important because while, you know, volunteering isn't good enough anymore, but be, but at the same time, be well-rounded, right? I'll be honest, when I review applications for our residents, um, you know, when I do that, you know, I'm looking for someone who is well-rounded. I'm not looking for someone who's just book smart, but I'm looking for someone who is someone who is a right fit for our facility or institution or our school, you know, whatever I'm doing. So being able to be a well-rounded individual, I think is also important as well. So I, I know that was multifaceted what I just said, but it, it's the truth. And, but you know, the most important thing is being able to develop and cultivate those relationships now while you guys are young so that, you know, you can lean on those support. You can ask these advices more in a one-on-one setting and, and find a mentor. Um, I think that's important. Um, find someone that you look up to that you can bounce off ideas so that, uh, you know, in case you run into a roadblock or obstacle, you, you can have someone to help you. Yeah. So I think our, our audience would definitely take in those advices. Thank you. So once again, thank you for being our guest for this episode and good luck with your work and your continuous effort to serve the community too. Our next episode will come up around three weeks after this episode, so about week nine if you're a UCI student. So stay tuned to our announcements and see y'all next time. Ryan, Zod out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the ZotRx podcast. You can learn more about us as an organization by going to our website at sites.uci.edu pharmacy and follow us on our social media. You can also support our program by donating to us through Venmo at PPS at UCI. See you next time. Zod out.